Today on Practically Christian Podcast, we discuss our absence and what is peace. Welcome back to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. It has been a minute. It's been about a month. Right. Um, We had a lot of... Things. A whole lot of things. So many things. That have happened. Yes. And we apologize. Really? Like, we could have probably done a quick episode to explain, hey, uh, we're going to take a hiatus as we deal with, like, monumental life change. But unfortunately, we didn't have <laughs> the time to do that with all the monumental life changes. So some exciting news. Very if, exciting. If you are in our area. We have planted our church, sent church four towns. Hashtag Volusia County. Um, so if you were in the Volusia, the four towns area of Volusia County in Florida, we would love for you to come be a part of it. Saturday nights at 6 p.m. Um, on top of that, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just... It's been crazy. It's been like... It, which, which made this episode yeah, that funny. much... like Ironic? Yes. That it was ironic. the next one scheduled? Yes, ironic would definitely be... Because we planned on doing this a month ago. And then there was just an explosion of events that occurred, primarily with me, that just caused a snowball. <laughs> just, Yeah. Just, a, I don't even know. Just a snowball. I do want to say thank you to everyone who has reached out, though, and, and been, been like, like, "Hey, what's up? Yeah, what y'all you guys doing? done or right? Um, We're you know, back. and and we are, and and it was a hiatus, and and we just kind of needed a break for a minute. And thank you, you know, thank we, you, everyone. We both do work full time, and right. and um, and ministry full time. Oh yeah, and, and with the launch of the church, like yeah. that was between work and family, and like that was just. Right. Because ministry isn't just a, a service. I mean, we do Saturday night service, so it's not a Saturday night thing. It's a two o'clock in the morning on a work night. Sometimes yeah. it's a 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Um, ministry does not respect time or hours, which is something we both and, know. Yeah, We're good we, with that. Yeah, we knew that coming into yeah, it. We're not complaining I mean, about no, it. No, not at all. Finding that rhythm, that peace, right? that, that balance. Yeah. That, that was because really for hard. me personally, peace has been a struggle for the past month like like it's been a battle in my life so as we are beginning to talk about that like mm-hmm. the first thing we need to do just like any other i mean and if, if you didn't listen to any of the prior ones go back listen to the fruits of the spirit um but but primarily we need to define what is peace like when we say peace what are we actually talking about well i think when you're talking about peace from a from a christ following perspective i think it's pieces when there's absence of when there's chaos there's still your heart's at rest I think um for me personally I've been I was struggling with finding where everything around me was like literally going up in flames I don't know if anyone's ever seen it but there's a little video on Facebook and it's hilarious there's a guy there's a there's a huge fire behind him and he's like walking on top of a building and he has this little like three gallon bucket 
but it's like a forest fire behind him and he's just picking up little buckets of water trying to trying to put it out but he's relaxed and he's calm um doesn't i, I would have been running and to me that's what i think peace should look like just okay it's all good everything's all good and i think you i think you hit the nail on the head with your definition and and going peace is being at rest peace is that understanding that i don't have to control everything in my mm. life and and so why is why is peace a fruit of the spirit because let's be honest we like to control everything that goes on around us. Oh, did, we we did, like to know struggle with control. <laughs> we like to know what yes. what is going to happen. We right. we like to be the keepers of our own destiny. Right. We like to know that What's at the next? end of the What's day, next? well, What's at next? the end of the day, I'm the one with the power. Right. Oh, um, yes. And and although there is some truth to that, I mean, you know, if you look into psychology, they they will tell you you can never make a person do something they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. You know and and most people are like, oh, well, you know, if someone has a gun to your head, you know, you're making them do something they don't want to do. Nope. Still have a choice. Yeah. I mean, their options aren't very good, but, no. but they ultimately are the ones that are still going to make the right. choice. Do I, do I preserve life and, and do, do what I'm told or, or, you know, do I fight back and take the chance of possibly getting killed? Right. You know, so, so peace though is, is a spiritual gift that is given to a believer and it's a very powerful one it is and and i think when we see the 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 thread of peace throughout scripture i mean i think it starts all the way back in genesis 1 and 2 Mm -hmm. you know in in genesis 1 and 2 it it talks about you know for six days or uh, that god created everything in six days Mm -hmm. and on the seventh day he rested right he found that peace right you know and in really peace in hebrew is is the word shalom mm-hmm. um which they yes you use as a greeting but it, it's peace with you, you right know, peace be with you mm-hmm. um and really the only way we we can really obtain true peace is when we do place our trust in christ and right. and we do go you know what it's not me. It's it's Jesus. It's right. it's what Jesus did on the cross. It, it's what Jesus did in His death, burial, and resurrection. Um, and it's nothing that I've ever done, and it's nothing that I'll ever do. Right. You know, and Jesus Himself is going to word it a lot different. You know, when we start looking through again that that thread through Scripture. You know, in uh, Matthew six, Jesus goes, "Do not be anxious for anything." But, you know, understanding, like, seek first the kingdom of God. You know, do not be anxious for tomorrow, for tomorrow will have its own worries. Which for me (laughs) has been the struggle. (laughs) To the point where... Physically, Yeah, it it causes physical reactions. Pardon me. And that... (laughs) (laughs) And and I have a... It's (laughs) Pat. No, but like uh, I, I know for me and Josh and I have talked about it and I've talked to a couple other friends about it that I trust, um, peace, I just feel like has been almost robbed from me. And Josh kept telling me, no one can take that peace from you. You're giving it away. And well, that's not what I want to hear from my husband who I want supporting and encouraging me, but it, that was supporting and encouraging me. And no, no one can take my peace. Um, but that's not how it felt. And like he said, it literally has caused me physical ailments and reactions. Well, yeah, because I mean, the I'm natural, pretty sure I have an ulcer. <laughs> the natural 
side of us mm-hmm. looks at life and goes, you know, I need to. Right. You know, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to be better at this. I need to work more. I need right. to work more. I need to work more. Like, and, and we've talked about this when we've talked about rest before. Right. Um, you know, especially here in America, we are the most stressed people, right. you know, that, that were surveyed, you know, and, and sitting here going, we work more hours, we get paid less, like, right. but production is the name of the game. And I don't have the stats in front of me. Um, you can go back and listen to our rest podcast right. um, because that's where we discussed it. But but eventually what we do is is we don't have that inner peace. And, and we're walking through Philippians <laughs> um, church. at church. Right. And as I was preparing, you know, you, you see this theme consistently coming up, like in, in Philippians 1, you know, to live as Christ, to die as gain. Right. What does that really look like? What does that really mean? Well, and again, it's understanding Christ is is my peace. Christ is my justification. He is my and our life doesn't end here. And to die is gain. Like right. really, and, and when Paul is saying that, I mean, stop and think. Like, what is the worst possible thing that could happen to us in life that right. we die? Right. Like in our minds, that is the worst possible thing. And Paul's mindset on it is, no, because if I die, I gain. Right. You know, I get to go be with Christ now. I get to have everything that the Bible promises. And we've, I mean, we have some friends that have recently been walking through losses, mm-hmm. you know, a and, lot. Oh, yeah, like deaths. And it's been, you know, gut wrenching to watch them walk through it. But there's a peace that they do have knowing that, you know, who they love is with Jesus. Absolutely. And their tears are not necessarily for that person, but rather the absence of that person. And then moving on to chapter two, you know, and, Christ will give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. Right. Which happens. Which is what you were just talking about. And that, right. that's why I was saying it. Well, even at work and, you know, my class led chapel that one day um, and they were talking about that was the verse that 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 came up. And it was just neat because it was cool because God was like putting all things around me going, I'm your source of peace. I'm your source of strength. And I kept, you know, kind of fighting it. But um kept or keep i don't think i keep is it a fighting present it. is it a present thing well the situation's still present but i mean i'm i re- like even through phys- being physically ill through all the stress and trauma and emotional whatever all that stuff i do know my hope and rest is found in jesus and the worst thing people can do is kill me that's true and then i go be with jesus I don't want to die though. Don't, 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 yeah, don't take that. Yeah, because that, that kind of <laughs> no. was not coming out right. No, I mean like what I'm saying is like what you're saying, what you were saying earlier, I, I, I need to keep looking up really. And, and again, that's why in Colossians, you know, three, Paul tells us, you know, fix your eyes on the things that are above. Right. You know, there's an old hymn, you know, fix your eyes on Jesus and the right. things of this world will grow strangely dim. Turn your eyes. <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> Um, which is why we do sing hymns at church because uh, there, there is a lot They're of theological good. truth in that. Yes. And, and again, it's, it's understanding like, why does Jesus tell us in Matthew, you know, come to me all who are heavy burden, right. like, and, and I will, give, I you will give you rest. I will give you peace. I right. will give you this. Like, what does this actually mean? Right. And, and really, I think it's to look at our lives and, and to really take a step back and go at the end of the day, right? when you are taking your last couple of breaths in this world, mm-hmm. 
you have to at that point i would assume you know after after talking to as many people as i have after praying with people who are in this situation Mm -hmm. um you know you have that question always comes up what are you going to look back and go this is what my life counted for right when you said last night in, in conversation when you were saying uh, you don't want the end of you know your days to come and you look back and go oh i i had, I had a, a career. successful career yeah. and then you didn't talk to anyone about jesus and nobody changed their life because of you know what you informed them about and your children didn't see you and but hey, your name's on a plaque on a wall somewhere. And again, I'm not I'm not saying we shouldn't, you know, <laughs> strive for excellence at yeah, work. Absolutely not. Like, you know, no. it, again, it, that honors Philippians, Jesus too. <laughs> Philippians 3, we should be straining towards the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, we should always be trying to be better. Mm-hmm. We should always be trying to understand more and more and more about Christ. We should always try to be better today than we were yesterday. In all things. But at the end of the day. Right. I think peace, really what it sums up is this ability, the supernatural ability we have to, and and to give away next week's sermon, Mm -hmm. look at life and go, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Right. Because again, when we are looking at our life and we're looking, let's just say at our job. Right. And and that's where our identity is being drawn from. That's Mm -hmm. where we get our worth from. That can be taken very easily. Absolutely. All it takes uh, is one phone call, one phone call, one, email. one bad review, one, yep. you know, bad situation with a coworker, one bad, like oh, yeah. anything. And all of the sudden it is shaking right. everything foundationally about who you are. Right. You know, if our, if our identity is found in our spouse, all it takes is one argument. All right. it takes is one passing glance. All it takes, like all it takes Even, is one email, one, right. one person that reached out on Facebook that probably shouldn't have. Right. All or it takes is Or if your identity is found as a parent. I mean, uh, yep. we, I love my children. I mean, absolutely. But my identity is not found in being their mom, which is, was really hard for me for a while. It was hard for my identity not to be found in your spouse. Right. And my identity being found in what I do for work. You know, God has really been revealing my heart to me and how I need to be leaned more towards him, which has kind of been a shocker for me. Well, especially because most of the time we go through life going, as long as everything's going good. Right. You know, we're like, oh, okay, we got all this figured out. But sometimes until you go through something, you don't really understand or see where your heart's really postured towards exactly and then something happens chaos ensues and you go oh i was making this an idol yeah and i'm running to this instead of right. to christ and then you look around and go oh jesus you are the only one there oh. well and and that's how james can can tell us you know count it a joy as right. you face trials of various kinds because through those trials right our heart idols are being burned out. Our, the things that we hold dear are being put to the fire, be right. put to the test. And, mm-hmm. and it is going, where do you find your peace? Right. Where do you find your rest? You know, for Jesus. me, for the longest, like I found my rest in alcohol. Right. You know, I found my peace in alcohol because like I would look at my life and I wasn't, I was in, in such disarray throughout life. Right. You know, I, based off of choices, bad choices I had made based off of, you know, wasted opportunity and potential. And, right. and because of that, I went, well, at least when I'm in this state, 
I'm I don't, good. I don't have to feel all I that. I don't feel anything. Right. I don't have to deal with all that. I have right. some kind of peace. Right. But again, what we are doing when we are doing that is we are, we are again, worshiping idols that cannot sustain, that will not sustain, that, that will, will ultimately us. hurt us Absolutely. more. You know, and, and, you know, thank God I, you know, had a, I, I knew they would. I knew they were going to come back in that door. <laughs> just keep going. Just um, keep swimming. But just... thank God, you know, that he came in and did do a restorative work in my heart and allowed me the opportunity to be able to go, this is where my peace comes. This is where I can lay down. This is where I can, you know, even looking at Psalm 23, you know, he leads me to green pastures. He, right. He makes me lie down. Right. He's not like, let me hear gently just put you on a soft blanket. Right. Like making someone lie down is sometimes sweeping their feet out from underneath them. Yes. You know, you know that as a cop, you know, and I, you know, what was it you, maybe you showed it to me or I don't know, I was reading it somewhere that the rod back then wasn't this thing just to lead. Like they would, you hit, you hit the, the sheep. sheep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, and I talk about sheep being dumb. Like if one sheep goes off the side of a mountain, the whole herd's going to go. Right. We're dumb. We make stupid choices, so we have to have a shepherd that leads us. And and again, this this idea of peace, you know, for someone who is outside of Christ, right? You know, where are they gathering peace from? You and know, if, is and it if, in their is it in their finances? Is, is it, it in their job title? Right. And I and I sit here and go like, think about even going back to two thousand and eight and the financial crisis. <laughs> You know, and that's if, where if, it all began with us. <laughs> if your peace is found in your finances, we promise you it's going to fail. It is. Yeah. You know, and, and then we're what? still trying to recover from that. <laughs> yeah. And, and really then where is your peace? Right. You know, and that's why, again, this idol worship is such a big thing. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a real thing even today. Right. But you it just know. doesn't look like it did before. No. No, because we're sophisticated now. Right. So we don't have totem poles and we don't have, you know, no. all these fancy things that we worship except, you know, our phones and... Sometimes our idol is how eloquent we can speak or how demeaning we can be, how... And again, that goes back to power and control. Absolutely. Um, my job title, um, how, how well I dress my kids, the kind of car I drive, um, my spouse and they're doting on me or whatever, my kids... And, and again, anything I'm chasing more than I'm chasing God right. is that idol. Right. You know, and, and how many times over the past month have me and you sat down and went, we can't do this. Like, we cannot keep this pace nope. of life. Like, I go, this is going to literally kill me. <laughs> I'm going to have a heart attack. Um, in, in so many different ways. <laughs> you know, and I'm sorry for all the coughing. I have a sinus chest thing. I don't even know what's going on. And this happened like three times on this podcast. And again, I just, especially when we're looking at peace, you know, as we're walking through Philippians, I, that, that is one of the common threads here. Like, right. It's sitting here holding on to the hope that, that I can stand on the promises of scripture. Right. You know, I know a lot of people say that like, oh, I'm standing on the promises of scripture, but are you really? But you don't stand, you don't know what it's like to stand on it until you go through something. It's like, you don't understand. We, we've talked about it before and. You know, I've said I loved Josh on the day we got married. I did. Actually, it was last Tuesday during our book study. Um, 
And I not said, our book study. No, no, it's a women's. We're we're going through women in the word, women of the word. Jen Wilkins. It's in a phenomenal book, but she talks about how you don't know how much you love somebody until you really know them. Like how we don't, we can't love God until we really know him. Right. And you know, you don't love your spouse until you really go through something with them. And I love you more now than I did the day we got married. Like in comparison, I'm like, I mean, I know I loved him, but it was nothing compared to now. You you can follow suit. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know where you were going with all that. So I was just. I was going somewhere with it. Um, but I mean, even if you look at it from a, a psychological point of view, um, if you are someone who, you know, it, it, again, goes through traumatic things, we now have PTSD, like a Correct. diagnosable, Hey, this is going to jack with your head. Right. Um, if you are someone who is running at high stress all the time, understand right. that is doing damage to your internal organs. Right. Every minute of every day. I mean, and we took some time out today just to be, and I mean, it was, looked, I'm sure it looked weird to the neighbors. We had a blanket on the front lawn and the, I was, I well, Debbie took a nap. On I the took front a nap lawn. on the front lawn with Kayla and, and the JT and Josh and, and Gabby were playing football and pressure washing. And then we played four square, but that had a physical reaction in my body where I was like, oh, my chest is not hurting right now. Stress does cause physical reactions the to what it does to the inside of your body is it would be the equivalent of driving a car 200 miles an hour right everywhere you went mm. without ever changing the oil or or doing anything it's gonna break down well and i mean just look at the simple things like weight loss mm-hmm. um when you are stressed like that your body's producing Cortisol, Mm -hmm. which is actually breaking down your joints. It's actually causing your body to store sugar, to store fats, to to store all these different things. It's causing your heart and your adrenal glands to be able to pump harder because it's putting you in a fight or flight, you know, posture. Constant. All the time. Even when you're sleeping. Right. And your body, I mean, God. Which means you're not getting sleep, which means right. your your brain can't develop new neuron, neurotic pathways. It, it can't repair itself. It your heart, It's damaging your heart. In fact, uh, sleep apnea, mm-hmm. which is this huge epidemic now. Even in kids. They, they are now seen is linked to years of stress and lack of sleep because your mm-hmm. heart doesn't get a chance to slow down enough. Right. And it, it does all of this damage. Mm-hmm. And that's why things like peace, I mean... The ability we have as followers of Christ to be able to stop and go, hey, you know what? I don't need to be anxious right. about anything. You know, and I think about the scripture that says, um, he who knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, that is a sin. Mm-hmm. Knowing that your body needs rest and knowing you're putting yourself under more stress than you already are, that's a sin. You're dishonoring God by not resting because he rested and he commands us to rest. Absolutely. No matter what's going on around you, sometimes you just have to stop and go, that's it. We're going to stop right here. We're going to pause. And you've done that plenty of times where you're like, nope, shutting the house down. We're done. Right. Don't care about the dishes. Don't care about the laundry, which is never ending. I don't care what what's going on. We're stopping. We're sitting. And everyone's just going to breathe and pause. And I'm, I'm thankful for that because, I, I mean, I... I just keep going, going, going. Well, I mean, and, and you know, we're, we're a couple of days out now from Thanksgiving. 
Thank you, Jesus. I mean, here is an entire holiday that is dedicated to us supposedly giving thanks for what we have in our life. Like, again, knowing, and, and again, I wish I could just, I can't stress it enough with my words. I know right. that. The, the idea of we don't have to have a, a 10,000 square foot house. We don't right. have to have a brand new Bentley. We don't have to have our own private plane. We don't have right. to, like, knowing, hey, we have a place to stay. We have food to eat. Right. And we have people that love us. Mm-hmm. Like that right there is enough to be thankful for. Absolutely. You know, I, I have a, a, a savior who died for me. Even mm-hmm. when I was still a sinner, that is enough to be thankful for. Yep. And and so I do sit here and go like this peace that surpasses all understanding. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we have to force ourselves um, to to be able to lie down. Like and he makes stop. us lie down, understand he'll he make makes you lie down, us lie down. And like I said, that sometimes that's sweeping your feet out from underneath yes. you and it hurts, but so, then you're on the ground and you're resting. <laughs> right. So this week I challenge you to find peace, find peace in something. I mean, good night. Disney plus just launched. I mean, find peace in a new oh, show, yes. find peace in Christ. You know, uh, find peace with your community of believers that that God has brought around you. Right. Laugh with them. Joke with them. Yes. Read with them. Find peace. Unplug and and get a chance to just be with Christ. We pray you have a peaceful, peace-filled week. And a peaceful Thanksgiving. Peaceful Thanksgiving. So have a happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Enjoy your time with family and loved ones. And we can't wait to talk again. Bye, guys.